You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Devin Levi watch is officially over Sabres fans Uh, announced hours ago. um, Devin Levi has signed his three year entry level deal with the Buffalo Sabres after the highly anticipated, uh, you know, you know, before this highly anticipated signing, you know, fans were wondering what was taking so long. What was taking so long. Uh, I guess Levi's contract, his entry-level deal, for that matter, isn't exactly the same as many others. It's literally giving him, like, it maxes out at every single incentive and option that he has financially for the for the young goaltender. Um, and there's a tweet from Mike Harrington. Levi is an unusual case for a goalie. Got a three-year entry-level contract starting this year. If it started next year, he could sign an ATO right now and play regular season at Rochester. But lay at his check. With Keysore says NHL only till 23-24. Uh, initial thought moved with a puck report. So there's a lot that I guess goes into it. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I again, uh, I can care less about that first year uh, of his entry level deal being burned in you know the short amount of games we have left. Um, I think this team is set up very well for the future, so I don't really think it's going to matter uh, much at all. And um, I got, I honestly, like, you know, big sigh of relief from a lot of Sabres fans. Um, again, I didn't never, ever, ever worried, you know, just, uh, just from my own knowledge, I always felt that Devin was a sure, surely going to sign. Um, he wouldn't have came on our podcast months ago. Uh, if he, if he didn't want to be in Buffalo, <clears throat> um, he wouldn't have popped on when I had his teammate, Justin Ritzkoian on a few weeks ago. Um, also, um, you know, I'll be releasing this in the coming days, but, uh, we, <clears throat> I have a story coming out on, on Devin about his ties back to Buffalo, um, that many people don't really know about, uh, about his ties to the city back from when he was 12 years old. So, and th- those ties and the, 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 those reasons being why he was actually very excited to be traded to Buffalo because of those ties he had dating back to when he was 12. So it's a really cool story that many people, uh, really anybody knows about that. Actually, his own mom helped me write. Uh, and again, she's quoted in there. Uh, Justin, his best friend and teammate at Northeastern, uh, is quoted in there. So, you know, check it out when I release it. You know, it'll be in the coming days. It's been a while since I've written, but I think this was a story worth writing. And I think it's uh, going to make Sabres fans want to embrace him even more. So keep an eye out for that. Uh you know, if you follow me on Twitter at Duenas39 or at Two Goalies with Mike, I'll be releasing it there as well. So just a lot, a lot. And I, obviously, we have a game tonight. Buffalo is playing the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, I believe it's at 7 p.m. 
uh, just about, you know, a little bit more than 45 minutes away from puck drop. Uh, if it is in fact a 7 PM start, um, yeah. And they got a game to win tonight, you know, stay in this playoff hunt after a, <clears throat> a tough, uh, shootout loss to the Washington Capitals. Uh, yeah. In a game where they gave up three, two, two goal leads. Um, we actually had recorded last night, uh, me, Hurls and Cully had all three of us on. You can go check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, um, and uh, check that out. But um, yeah, uh, that 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 whole episode we can also just scrap it because uh, you know it was about Devin Levi and waiting for him to you know not all of it, but waiting for him to sign. And they decided, well, I guess we should just start from scratch and just do this one. Me riding solo. So. Uh, what does this mean for the future of the team? Um, I think that uh, it was pretty clear that the way was being paved for Devin Levi to be the starting goaltender for this team. It may be even as early as next year. We'll see. Uh, Eric Portillo, I think, saw the writing on the wall, and that's why he informed Buffalo that he wasn't going to sign here, and he gave them the opportunity to trade him at this year's deadline, uh, which they did to the LA Kings. Um, you know, UPL as, as great as he's looked at moments this year that he's, he's, he's very up and down peaks and valleys with him. So, you know, uh, I'm not going to put any of the game against Washington on UPL because it's hard for me. It's hard to blame goalies and shootouts. It's such a, such a gimmicky, gimmicky, uh, way to end a game. You know, I'm not in favor of the shootout. I think they should do away with it. I prefer, I prefer longer OTs with games ending in ties. Um, personally. You know, call me no fun if you want. I don't know. I'm just over the shootout. But, um, again, he's had peaks and valleys uh, all throughout his career so far with Buffalo. Um, again, you need a guy who's going to make the save when you need it consistently. And I think Devin Levi is that guy. He's proven it. Uh, you know, he proved it at the Beanpot this year. His numbers speak volumes at the college level. Um, and, you know, just for reference, I mean, his numbers in his two years at Northeastern, uh, are very similar to what Ryan Miller did at Michigan State for three years. Um, shutouts wise, GA wise, it's just an incredible, incredible college career over the two year span for Devin Levi. We have some comments in the peanut gallery here. I'll pull them up right now. Uh, we got, does he play this year? Um, yes, he, I, I imagine he will get at least one game in this year. He will make it. I, I, I'm not going to say guarantee you it, but I feel that he will make his debut this year at some point. Um, okay, now can I buy my number 27 Levi jersey? Yes. Also, Devin Levi has chosen uh, a number worn by greats like Teppo Newman and uh, Brad May, uh, number 27. Uh, interesting pick for a goaltender, but um, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, I In the 20s, if you were to ask me what number, if I were to pick in the 20s as a goalie, I think I would go, 29 or Felix pop in action, but I like 27 too. Uh, very solid choice for a number for Devin Levi. Uh, he plays a few games this year. I think so too. I think he gets more than one. Um, Adam says he wants Levi to get acclimated and get used to his teammates, but yeah, he didn't rule it out. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, I think he's, he plays this year, hundred <clears throat> percent. He's going through some immigration stuff to be able to get over, uh, you know, to be able to be here. Um, you know, because obviously those rules are different between the pros and college. But, yes, he will, uh, you know, once he probably – again, I'm certain it has to do with working papers and stuff like that. Um, again, I'm not too familiar with how that all works. But once that's all figured out, he will be joining the team in Buffalo. And uh, 
he will be practicing. It'll be exciting to see. Um, excited to see what type of gear he chooses. Uh, the interested to see what type of helmet he chooses. You know, I imagine I know he's a big fan of Dominic Cash. Maybe he'll pay a little homage to the, to the Dominator. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm excited for it all. Um, put him in the net versus Boston. Um, I don't know about though that far. I mean, that's a tall task. I know we got pumped by them the uh, last time we played them. We beat him the time before that, but I don't see them going with him against Boston. Uh, Nashville. Um, I would think Nashville would probably uh, be the earliest you might see him on Tuesday. Um, a game that would absolutely make it a sellout, that's for sure. If you're, you know, go from a marketing standpoint, that game will 1,000% be a sellout if he's in net for against Nashville, without a doubt. Uh Wait until you see Qui-Gon Jin, the Qui-Gon Jin routine. Never seen a goalie do this during TV, TV timeouts. Yeah, he meditates. He meditates during TV timeouts. It's wild. I can't, I, it's it's something to see, man. Um, he's very Brian Mil- Miller-esque, man. I, he gets a lot of comparisons and I compare him to that too. The way he respects the game, the way he studies the game, uh, the way he wears, you know, the logo on his chest with a lot of pride. I, I you, you get a lot of, you do get a lot of semblance of Ryan Miller when you talk about Devin Levi. If you you know, you're trying to draw comparisons, yeah, they're not the same size. You know, yeah, you mean maybe different styles, but in terms of the way they approach the game, the way they respect the game, um, I definitely I am hard pressed to say that it, I don't. I'm not reminded. I'm absolutely reminded of of Devin Levi, or I'm sorry, of Ryan Miller, hundred um, percent. So. Uh, I just want to pull up another, um, another, uh, one second. Let's see here. I just wanted to pull that one up. Just a little, little, little subtitle there. Uh, but yeah, um, going to the next comments. Uh, what Kuznetsov does in the shootout is ridiculous. They totally should do a continuous thrift. I, mean, I agree. 100%. I know that was con- that was discussed at the latest GM meetings that they would do a longer, potentially maybe do a longer three-on-three three going forward, which I 100% agree with. They should do a longer three-on-three, three, without a doubt. Um, hey, what is 33 on his handle for? I thought he might pick that. Um, he might have been a Patrick Waugh fan. I mean, he is from Quebec uh, near the Montreal area. I know, uh, you know, you know, fellow French-Canadian goaltender, we'll see. Um not sure what number Luongo wore number one. Uh, I have to imagine because he has ties to Luongo back from when he met him when he was 12 years old at a goalie camp in Montreal. And then, um, you know, Luongo is a big reason why he was drafted by Florida. Um, he was very adamant with uh, GM Bill Zito to draft him. Um, and Luongo wore number one, Levi wore number one. I mean, Dominic Cash is the reason I wore 39. So I could see that really being uh, uh, a reason why. Um, can't wait to see the kid play. I'm me, me and you both, Doug. Me and you both. Uh, I I cannot wait. Um, also, he is taking computer science and he plans to write an AI program to help develop goaltenders. I did not know that. That is really interesting. I love I love that. I love that. I mean, if there anybody you do it from talking to him, it's definitely him. Uh, you learn something new every day, right? So, uh, and just some few other notes on the whole situation again. Uh, today was just kind of a whirlwind in terms of, uh, you know, obviously the news, uh, you know, you have yesterday you had Jordan Poyer announced that he was coming back to Buffalo. The Bills brought back Dane Jackson, uh, Dane Jackson uh, on the defense. 
And we've all been sitting here kindly just waiting for this news to come about. You see other college uh, players who ended their college career sign with their respected teams. Um, but I was never really worried at all. And I, I shouldn't even say really. I was not worried in the least bit about what Devin's plans were. I always knew that he would end, you know, he would end up here in Buffalo at some point this year. Um, and for Lance Lyasowski uh, uh, from the Buffalo News, uh, Sabres GM Kevin Adams confirmed Devin will be with the NHL roster for the rest of the season. They want to, as, as it was uh, stated in the notes, they want to get him acclimated, plan to day-to-day to get him into practices, not ruling out Levi getting games. Um, other notes. I know there was some stuff tweeted out by Puck PD. Okay. The buff, uh, the Sabres signed uh, 2027th round pick Devin Levi to a three-year entry level. It starts now. He gets a $832,000 salary, uh, $92,500 uh, signing bonus, uh, $80,000 in the minors. In year, t- in year two, it's $925,000 for A perf- uh, per- performance bonuses. And year three, $1 million uh, paid bonus. I'm, I'm assuming that's what that means. PB maybe paid bonus. Cap hit will be uh, 925000 with an average of $1.57 million. Um, more. Levi is the only player drafted outside of the first round in the 2020 to receive max salary signing bonus and close to max potential A perform- performance bonuses. This is a cap advantage for the Sabres. The Sabres have over other teams as a team well under the cap. Any performance bonuses earned by Levi will not take up any cap space for teams tight to the cap or overusing LTIR performance bonuses earned become cap charge carryover hit the net cap charge carry over hit the next season. Um, yeah, I mean, again, and well deserved. I mean, he was highly touted for a reason. His last two years at Northeastern were incredible. Um, it doesn't surprise me that maybe his agent worked, worked these things into his deal. You know, that's how good he is. That's how good he's expected to be. Um, and again, Mike Richter award winner last year, Hobie Baker, Baker finalist, Mike Richter. I mean, he was robbed of the Hobie Baker last year. Let's be real. They gave it to another goalie. Tell me how you win the Mike Richter award as the NCAA's best goaltender, but lose the Hobie Baker to another goalie. Made no sense. Some maybe speculate that him going to the Olympics and losing games there might have been a reason why. But, I mean, how do you say no? You, you don't say no to represent your country at the Olympics. And Devin made the right choice there. Um, and then, um, you know, if nominated for the Mike Richter again this year. Uh, Hockey East player and goalie of the year. Huge honors for him there. Um and uh, again, nominated one of the, one of the Hobie Baker finalists for this year too, and hopefully he takes it home. He deserves it. Um, you know, he's a smart kid in the classroom, on the ice, off the ice. Kid has just a phenomenal head on his shoulders. And again, um, the, the 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 comparisons to Ryan Miller are there for a reason. Um, I think I've been making them now for months. Uh, you know, he, the way again he just approaches the game like a true professional. Um, he's a business first kid. Uh, and he comes from a phenomenal family. So excited, uh, really excited to have him in blue and gold and to get him involved with this culture that the Sabres are building with Kevin Adams and Don Granado. You know, the youth we have here between Tage Thompson, Dylan Cousins, Jack Quinn, JG Paterka, even Alex Tuck is still very young. Um, and then, uh, you know, <coughs> excuse me, Owen Power, Darlene, 
Um, and just to Ryan Johnson, hopefully, hopefully maybe this has an impact on Ryan Johnson's decision, seeing that Buffalo has brought stability to their net for the future. Maybe this impacts his decision. Um, I know people kind of question that too, is he's the next guy that you would hope, uh, when his season's over that he, that he signs, uh, with Buffalo right away, uh, helps bring stability to that blue line. Uh, maybe this impacts his decision at the end of the end of his season, you know, Buffalo's got stability in that. They have a, a bona fide top two defense, top three defensemen, and Samuelson, Darlene. I forgot to include Samuelson's name earlier. Samuelson, Darlene, and um, Owen Power. Maybe this impacts his decision. You know, Buffalo won't be a shit show in that anymore. Uh, you know, and that's no disrespect to Craig Anderson. Craig's had a great year, uh, but he's 41 years old. UPL, as I said earlier, he's is a very streaky goaltender. Uh, he has very high highs and very low lows. Um, and then Eric Comrie was always brought in to be a stopgap guy. Uh, let's face, let's be real. He was never supposed to be the guy. Um, I always held out hope for him that he'd perform well here. And depending on what Buffalo wanted to do at the end of that two-year deal, whether sign him to be a one B or uh, maybe, you know, give himself a chance somewhere else. You know, I was always hoping the best for Eric Comer because he's a super cool guy, uh, but he's not in the future plans. Devin Levi is, and he is a Buffalo Saber. A uh, few more comments here. Uh, from Robbie. Hey, Dwayne, just want to say hi and go Sabres. What's going on, Robbie? Uh, timer on the shootout makes sense or a chaser on D from the blue line. That's interesting. Somebody chasing you from, from the blue line, rushing you to make your decision. I just wouldn't, wouldn't want it to like lead to an injury. But I, I think that uh, the timer on the shootout, the second you touch the puck, you have five seconds to get your shot off. That would completely negate whatever Kuznet, everything Kuznetsov does now for a second time against Buffalo, it really puts a goal at goaltender at a huge disadvantage, really big disadvantage. Uh, I didn't see that much of him at Northeastern. What kind of goalie is he and what are his strong attributes? I know you were comparing to Ramiel. Well, that's the biggest thing is like, is as much a physical, uh, physically gifted you need to be to be a goaltender athletic. Uh, you have to be stable up here. Like that is, you know, your biggest competitor at all times. Uh, you have to have short memory. Um, I always say like goaltending is one of the toughest positions uh, in all sports that and being a pitcher in baseball because you're alone on an Island. You just really are. Um, when you let a goal in, there's nobody there to pump your tire, pump your tires back up for you. Uh, you have a red light going off behind your back, a siren, a, a goal horn. Maybe their teammates are celebrating in your face. Like it's a tough, it's a tough role mentally to have being a goaltender. Um, and I think Devin is the type of kid that doesn't doesn't let a loss or a goal really stick with him. Short memory gets over it quick. He's shown that at Northeastern, um, and it, it shows he doesn't he didn't really have any valleys. He had more peaks than anything in his time at Northeastern, a lot more peaks. So uh, yeah, I, I think that is his strongest attribute. Very athletic goaltender, uh, phenomenal glove hand, um, and uh, just the way he, he he approaches the game and studies the game. Um, he's the smartest guy on the ice. You look back at that shootout, uh, in the bean pot, um, his foot, watch his feet very carefully, how far out he gets to challenge the shooter. And he doesn't let his depth get too out of control. You know, he controls his speed backing up with the shooter. So he doesn't get, put himself at a disadvantage there. There's a lot to like about Devin Levi. So, uh, you know, Cully's always better at articulating that stuff than I am. He makes it sound really smart. Whereas, I'm telling you the same thing, but he knows how to word it better than me. Um, 
Did he ever play with OP on Team Canada? Yes, at the Olympics. He did play with Owen Power, uh, I'm pretty sure, on the World Junior stage. And I'm pretty sure Owen was at last year's Olympics, too. So, uh, yeah, 100%. Um, they've played together. I know Devin, uh, on um, during an interview recently, uh, mentioned that he got to know uh, Power uh, pretty well uh, because of his time spent with Team Canada. Um, uh, Comrie was good until he heard he, he got hurt on Dahl's hit. Unfortunate, but he hasn't bounced back and now he's hurt again. Yeah, I, I mean, they're carrying three goaltenders. I don't know. I this might mean Comrie's season's over with. Um, it's hard to imagine they'll carry four. I, there's no way. So they've been carrying three up until this point. Um, I imagine you might see Comrie maybe go on LTIR. Um, or maybe they make a move and UPL goes back down. To Rochester, I don't know. Uh, I do know. I'm pretty sure the first year of UPL's deal is a two-way deal, so they have that ability. They have the ability to do that without having to put them through waivers. Um, but yeah, a, a big day for for Buffalo. We're about a half an hour away from puck drop between Buffalo Sabers and the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Huge two two points on the line for Buffalo. Have to get back into the winning ways. They you know got you know they they ended that four game losing streak. Uh, and then obviously drop one um, to uh, the Capitals two nights ago, and uh, now they're right back into it uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. A tough team, John uh, Tortorella coach team, um, and uh, a goaltender who had a similar journey to the NHL like Devin Levi. Uh, I'm not sure if you look at the start tonight, Carter Hart, a uh, guy who had a similar uh, journey, has had a lot more peaks and valleys, in the NHL. Um, I think he'll be on the open market this off season. Uh, I'm not sure if he's an RFA or a UFA, but um, yeah, a guy that you hope, you know, you know, you think Devin, you know, exceeds, you know, matches the potential that Carter Hart was and is still supposed to be uh, or even better. So um, with that being said, guys, I just wanted to hop on here and just talk a little about Devin. Um, we're getting a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete and character in that locker room. Um, I, I, I tweeted this out earlier, you know, I've gotten to know Devin since we, a little bit here and there, since we had him on two goalies, one Mike episode 93, go check it out uh, if you want. Um, but his relationship with his best friend and teammate, Justin ritz um, you know, getting to meet Justin and have, see how highly Justin talks about him, talking to his own mother, to Devin's own mother, uh, just comes from a phenomenal family. And honestly, just his character. Like, you know, he takes a ton of pride in the jersey he wears. Um, he takes a ton of pride in the game. He respects the game. And he's a student of the game. Um, I know some of his teammate, teammates make jokes while they're all out hanging out. Diving's back at the hotel stretching. Like, that's not a lie. Like, he he was stretching. Uh, you know, that whole, you know, him want to uh, create a technology that'll, an AI technology that'll help develop goaltenders. I believe it because that's the type of kid he is smart individual uh and most nights when he's on the ice he probably will be the smartest guy on the ice uh i think we're getting a real gem in devin levi so i'll uh, wrap things up here guys remember this is brought to you by outlet liquor the place to buy a case over on george urban boulevard uh don't haste go buy a case for all your sabers game day and game night needs and uh you know so, uh coming soon to a net near you i'm trying to be creative Coming soon to a net near you, uh, Devin Levi will tend the same blue paint that guys like Donnie Edwards, 
uh, Tom Barrasso, Clint Malarchuk, Dominic Hasek, uh, and Devin, I'm sorry, and uh, Ryan Miller have uh, have tended in the past. He gets to take over, take the reins, and the torch handed to him. Uh, and I'm super excited for it. And uh, I know a lot of other fans are too. Last few comments here. Um, one more for uh, Gar Gallant. Thanks for coming on, Dwayne. Hope to see you later after a win. I hope so too. Need a big two points here tonight. Guys, this has been episode 120 of Two Goalies. One mic, a short one, but Devin Levi Watch is officially over. He signs his three-year entry-level contract today and will be joining the Buffalo Sabres soon. Uh, you guys have a good night, and let's go Sabres. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we're bringing coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwreckSports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.